listening to the Dale Upright Show. And now, your host, Dale Upright. All right, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining me on this chilly Thursday. So to today, I'm going to switch things up a little bit. I'm just going to read uh, my top headlines. Uh, I'm going to read all of them because there's a lot of news. And then I'm going to go through each one and kind of uh, break it down. So first headline, migrants with bombs caught on U.S. southern border. That's from Sputnik. This is from RT. Second Israeli airstrike hits Gaza refugee camp. From Information Liberation, headline, Israel deletes post accusing Palestinians of faking their deaths using crisis actors. Next article from RT, headline, U.S. could deploy peacekeepers, quote-unquote, in Gaza. And that actually must be sourced from Bloomberg, it looks like. Uh, Zero Hedge is the next headline. It says, Israeli army suffers more casualties as Hamas publishes video showing tanks blown up. Next headline from Truth Press. Nancy Pelosi subpoenaed in California criminal case. Next headline. RFK Jr. explains why he went on Epstein's private jet in 1993. Next headline. Ex-Republican state senator indicted for child sex tourism and child pornography. Next headline, and this is the last article I have, is Fauci-run lab in Montana experimented with coronavirus strain a year before pandemic. So, um, going back to the first headline, the Sputnik article, I've I've touched on this. Uh, Migrants with bombs caught on U.S. southern border. Uh, The article goes on to explain that these bombs were... The size of uh, a bowling ball, uh, I believe, the size of a cannonball, actually. Um, The quote from the article right here, I'll read it for you. It says, we have just returned from our southern border, and it is painfully clear that with Joe Biden's open border policy, our country is really at an increased threat for a terrorist attack. Um, That is coming from U.S. Senator John Barrasso. The uh, quote continues, a couple days before we got there, Alert border agents were able to seize immigrants carrying with them IEDs, explosive devices really tailor-made for terrorism. They were the size of cannonballs. So I'm not sure, you know, it sounds a little sensational that they threw in the physical size. Um, The the only thing that the uh, physical size has to do, uh, I guess, with the bomb is how big the explosion is, how how big of an explosion it will make. And uh, so I suppose you could fit more, um, you know, explosive material in there. Um, so the next couple of articles are dealing with the uh, the conflict in, uh, in Israel. And actually, before I go on, I wanted to share with you guys a video that I shared on my TikTok account. Um, there are there are two well there's there's uh three videos dealing with the uh conflict but the first one here is a hamas official um and this is pretty scary this uh is kind of uh one of the main uh stories today is this video so i'm going to play it for you guys 
Israel is a country that has no place on our land. We must remove that country because it constitutes a security, military, and political catastrophe to the Arab and Islamic nation and must be finished. We are not ashamed to say this with full force. We will teach Israel a lesson and we will do this again and again. The Al-Aqsa flood is just the first time and there will be a second, a third, a fourth because we have the determination, the resolve, and the capabilities to fight. Will we have to pay a price? Yes, and we are ready to pay it. We are called a nation of martyrs, and we are proud to sacrifice martyrs. Yikes. We did not want to harm civilians, but there were complications on the ground, and there was a party in the area with civilian population. It was a large area across 40 kilometers. The occupation in the Gaza Strip. And he responds, no, I am talking about all the Palestinian lands. Does that mean the annihilation of Israel? He responds, yes, of course. The existence of Israel is illogical. The existence of Israel is what causes all the pain, blood, and tears. It is Israel, not us. We are the victims of the occupation period. Therefore, nobody should blame us for the things we do. Yikes. On October 7th, October 10th, October 1 millionth, everything we do is justified. Okay, so that is from uh, Ghazi Hamad. He is a Hamas official. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, that is crazy. And I, I've I've spoken about uh, you know I think it's best not to pick a side. And I've had some um, skepticism when it comes from the information being put out by uh israeli publications and israeli government and especially benjamin netanyahu but i do want to be clear that hamas is a terrorist organization and uh what i think should happen is strategic military um attacks not um full-fledged bombing hospitals and refugee camps and churches so this next video that i want to show you guys on my TikTok. Um, if you guys go to uh, tiktok.com dot slash Dale Upright or slash at Dale Upright, uh, you guys can watch these videos for yourself. Hadoo, hadoo, hadoo. 
So this is an, an Israeli airstrike uh, right outside of the Holy Family Church in Gaza, which uh, looks like is a is a Christian uh, church. And I have heard from multiple sources that there are lots of uh, Christian Palestinian civilians. So when we're talking about uh, civilian casualties, obviously, regardless of what ethnicity, what religion, um, civilians it should be... Uh, prioritized to the highest degree that there should be as minimal amount of civilian casualties. Um, I, I, got, I understand that when you're in war, um, it's war is, you know, as they say, war is hell and there are casualties. And sometimes when you're taking out a base, if there are a few civilians um, around, they call that, uh, you know, they call that uh, justified um, in many cases um that that should be uh, minimalized as much as possible but um some of these uh situations like where hamas is, is supposedly stationed underneath the hospital and then is israel uh, blows up the hospital um that doesn't seem like we're trying to minimize casualties, civilian casualties at all. And there are lots of people in, in Palestine and you may not like, um, you might, you might not like the, uh, the, uh, government. Um, Hamas has been in charge there since I think 2005 or sometime around then 2003, maybe. But, um, I believe at, at, at close to half of the people there don't support Hamas. Um, and so just remember that when we're talking about, um, what is justified and what isn't. Uh, then here's another video, and this is the last one on this subject. Um, this is the spokesperson for Benjamin Netanyahu talking about the Israeli airstrike on the uh, refugee settlement. But I can tell you that we are not targeting anyone else in Gaza but civilians. Hamas is cynically, uh, but rather, but rather uh, uh, terrorists, of course. So, oh yeah, a little slip of the tongue there. I'm sure that that was just an accident. Um, you know, again, I will, I will, uh, you know, I will say that you should be extremely skeptical. Um, that doesn't mean because you're skeptical of one side that you support the other side. All right, get that. That's the that's the false duality that the powers that be want you to believe. All right, it's kind of like Republican versus Democrat. And why Republicans always end up stabbing conservative voters in the back is because of this false duality that they give us, where if you don't agree with the Democrats, then you're just supposed to take whatever the Republicans shove on you. And that's why a lot of people support Trump is because a lot of mainstream, slimy, swampy uh, Republicans didn't like him. And, uh, you know, originally they were for a lot of good reasons, like um uh, uh, vaccine choice, you know, he, he was big in 2016 with, uh, being able to choose. And then when he was president, he kind of went, went the other direction on that. <clears throat> but anyway, I wanted to share that, uh, share those videos with you guys. That kind of covers the, the next three articles. Um, this one, this, uh, headline from RT says U S could deploy peacekeepers in Gaza. Um, they're sourcing that from bloom Bloomberg, so, um, again, uh, there are, um, 
There are geopolitical implications with the United States getting involved, and there's already Delta Force that have been confirmed on the ground in Israel. Supposedly, they are there for um, uh, for um, information and hostage recovery, uh, but a lot of people are questioning that. So um, that's just uh, another thing in the news. All right, so the next one of the one of the uh, one of the big kind of breaking stories uh, within the last twenty four hours is Nancy Pelosi is being subpoenaed in California. I also have a video on that on my TikTok account. That I'll play. So Nancy Pelosi is being subpoenaed in a criminal case. Could it be related to the hammer attack on her husband, Paulie P? Because that trial starts next week. Does it have something to do with her husband's DUI? Or is there something behind door number three? So, yeah, there's, I guess there's not a whole lot of information out on that. And I would caution um, conservative, conservatives out there to get too, um, too uh, amped up on this story because this has happened. Remember Hillary Clinton's emails. Um, understand what's going on right now with Joe Biden. The one thing that would shock me that I guess maybe I've been alive for too long or have been watching and paying attention to politics for too long. The one thing that would shock me is if the people that are doing these things would actually be held accountable. No one is ever held accountable. Um, and Nancy Pelosi, I believe, lives in California. So I'm sure some liberal judge is just going to let her off the hook. I hope I'm wrong. I don't mean to sound cynical, but uh, we've kind of seen this before. So and then we got a couple of stories on the uh, kind of on the Epstein wing of things. Uh, this is from Truth Press. JFK Jr. explains why he went on Epstein's private jet in 1993. Um so for anyone that's kind of living under a rock, that's where the whole Epstein didn't kill himself uh, memes came from, was this guy Jeffrey Epstein, who was blackmailing high-profile uh, politicians from all over the world, but especially in the United States. Bill Clinton went on Jeffrey Epstein's private plane 26 times, I believe, Multiple um, high-profile uh, figures and politicians have been um, to Jeffrey Epstein's private island where he was basically running an underground sex trafficking ring. Um, I, I believe that's been, that's been kind of shown in court. He, he was convicted in court. Um, so to me, this is probably the biggest story and one that should be focused on the most and we still don't have the article goes on to say here it says a campaign spokesman has put out a statement in response to reports circulating that independent presidential candidate robert f kennedy once flew on the notorious convicted pedophile jeffrey epstein's private airplane Newsweek reported Wednesday that RFK Jr.'s name was included among a number of high-profile people who the outlet had previously named as former passengers on the aircraft. So we still don't have the list of people who were on the plane. Some people claim to have um, copies or versions of the Black Book, which is what um, it's referred to as, but uh, there's no reason for that. 
that information should have been made public um, as soon as this whole thing broke in the news. And we still don't know uh, who all Jeffrey Epstein had um, had been blackmailing. And if you look at who Jeffrey Epstein was involved with and who he worked for, I'll tell you without getting into it in this podcast, maybe I'll do one, a deep dive in the future, but that is uh, the beginning of the deepest rabbit hole, in my opinion, and you'll really start to see why things are the way they are in, a, in, in, in our society and why there is so much degeneracy. Um, just look into uh, who, F, who Jeffrey Epstein worked for. Um, along the same vein, ex-Republican state senator indicted for child sex tourism and child pornography. Like I said, I'd never heard the phrase child sex tourism, um, but I'll, read, I'll go ahead and read the first two paragraphs. A retired Republican state senator from North Dakota has been charged with traveling to Europe with the intent of paying for sex with a minor and with receiving images depicting child sexual abuse, according to a federal indictment unsealed on Monday. Longtime state Senator Ray Holmberg, 79, was arrested Monday and released after pleading not guilty to the charges in U.S. District Court in Fargo. His trial is set for December 5th. So we'll see if justice is served. It doesn't matter whether you have a D in front of your name or whether you have an R in front of your name. Anybody who is involved in this needs to be held accountable. And, uh, you know, we can we can talk about what that means. Some people just means that uh, it should be the death penalty. Some people um, aren't aren't that extreme. Um, I won't give my my views on that right now, but I will tell you that uh, it shouldn't matter how much money you have. It shouldn't matter uh your political power or your um stardom or your influence i don't care if you're a famous actor or if you have your own tv show anyone involved with jeffrey epstein or any kind of child sex trafficking needs to be locked up um at at the very least i'll say that so um and then last story here before I go, is Fauci-run lab in Montana experimented with coronavirus strain a year before the pandemic. So there have been a lot of stories like this. Um, it says, almost two years before coronavirus became a household word, a National Institute of Health lab in Montana was conducting experiments with bats that focused on the spread of the virus. The 2018 research was funded by the Instramural Research Program of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID, National Institute of Health, NIH, and a research grant from uh, NIH aid, according to a report on the study available through the National Library of Medicine. So yeah, I have actually, I still see people running around wearing masks and it, uh, it blows my mind and they're even, on the news kind of getting back into the whole coronavirus thing so um just please be aware uh if you're not already i think at this point most normal people understand that we were hoodwinked and if you don't believe that then go ahead and comment and tell me why and uh we can we can uh debate that um and i'd also like to have some some guests on the podcast so maybe uh maybe i can have a a uh a debate or a conversation with somebody who maybe disagrees on the subject um, n95 masks are not meant to be worn for 
eight to 10 hours a day um, to keep a virus out. That's not what N95 masks were made for. Uh, so you can get, I, I uh, have worked in construction. You can get like a, a good uh, a mask with filters that will keep out like aerosolized tiny, tiny particles. And that's one thing. And if there's a conversation for wearing a mask for a virus, then that would be the mask that you would use. But you would not use a homemade mask made out of a shirt. And you would probably not use an N95 mask unless you were changing it every 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and so doctors wear them to keep themselves from spitting or coughing into an open wound. And they change them every 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, and so... Uh, that's it. That's all I have for you guys tonight. Thank you for checking it out, and we'll see you guys on Saturday.